AFR On Demand is brought to you by Breck Golf. Try Beaver Creek today, just 20 minutes from downtown Baton Rouge in the Zachary area. They've got a PGA Tour driving range, a short game practice area, 30 to 40-yard practice shots. It's a great place to chip and putt and practice if you don't have time for a full round. Book your tee time today, golf.breck.org, golf.breck.org. Matt Moscona. I'm very important. After further review. Say one more time. After further review with Matt Moscona. And here we go. Live from the Mercedes-Benz of Baton Rouge Studios. three off we go welcome aboard glad you're with us afr presented by relief windows i'm matt love you matt paul o'neill they're chanting paul o'neill's name so and mr toby tomplin We're here. Glad you are as well. Get out there and make it a good one. Five o'clock quitting time. Glad you're driving home with us. It is game week. Brian Kelly met with reporters earlier. We'll circle back to a lot of what BK had to say. Um, and Saints wrapped up their uh, preseason last night with a loss to the Texans. But Jimmy Graham, uh, if if he was on the roster bubble, uh, whew, he certainly solidified his spot on Sunday night. We'll get to that in about 15 minutes. Um Always appreciate a few minutes from this guy on Twitter at Vern Funquist, one of the uh, the most notable Twitter handles ever. Uh, he is Chris Marler from Saturday Down South. How are you, dude? I'm good, man. Game week. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. It took long enough to get here. Did you watch any of Week Zero? I watched a lot of Week Zero. I I watched maybe that. Listen, we were. I don't want to say degenerate. I like to say dedicated, and I had some bets out. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I had I watched a little bit of Navy Notre Dame. Um, had a date that night, so luckily I missed Vanderbilt. Edible. That entire debacle with the stadium, and on top of that, their I guess their entire defense or offensive game plan seemed like it was not great in Nashville. No. How did the date go? I mean, you know, I mean. About as well as Vandy's like home field renovations, I guess. Let's just leave it at that. Man, sorry to hear that, dude. Well, but 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 the the plan, the long term prospects are beautiful. Like in the yeah. moment, it's not good, but long term, it looks great there at Vanderbilt. Maybe some potential there for you. Yeah. No. No. The lightning delay as the date was not my best move. The lightning delay. What? As I was hanging out in the tent during the lightning delay as the date. Oh, is that what you did? Wait, hang on. Are you? Are we Bluetooth? Can you pick up the handset? Did I lose him? We lost him. All right, hey, when you call him, please tell him, pick up the handset. It was very hard to hear on Bluetooth. Okay, we'll call him back. Um, I want to talk to Chris about some of the, the SEC picks for, for the season, and then want to start to look a little bit ahead to week, uh, to week one here with, uh, with college football staring us right in the face. Uh, Chris Marler from Saturday Down South. Um, maybe I can get him to tell the story about the Vern Vern Funquist handle. He had a he had a, like a massive Twitter following on the Vern Funquist handle, 
and then somehow lost that handle and now has the Vern Funquist handle back, but there's no E at the end of Vern. Uh, so he's rebuilding it. But anyway, are we good? Okay, we got Chris back. Okay, so wait, wait, did you actually go into a, a tent during a lightning day for the, the date? No, it was supposed to be a joke, and it Got went it. over really well with the, with me getting losing my phone, I guess, service as I was making this joke. So just in hindsight, the experience of the date, the joke about the date, and the Vandy first home uh, opener all went about as you thought it would. Understood. Got it. Um, okay, real quick, tell me the story again. I was telling the audience about the Twitter handle, Vern Funquist, but you had a Vern Funquist handle. How did you lose the old handle? Oh, this is tough. Uh, hopefully your listeners are all at a PG-13 rating and they're okay with this because on April 1st, so April Fool's, I just made a very lighthearted joke about a Kirby Smart sex tape that wasn't real. And it <laughs> went over very poorly. And I got reported by a bunch of Georgia fans who were like, that, that's where we draw the line, brother. You say whatever you want. Oh, no. <laughs> This sucks. I hate cell phones. Cell phones are great, but cell phones suck too. Um, you, do we still have him? So he was still talking. He was just still talking, wasn't he? Yeah. Okay. So your cell phone got eaten up whenever you said that you that Georgia fans were reporting you. Yeah, it's probably them that's behind this again. This is great. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm currently back in Georgia right now, so this honestly might just it might just be them. The call is coming from inside the house, but um, no, I, I like so I made the joke, and like here's the thing with it: you have something like this that happens with with um, Twitter. They tell you it's like, hey, you know, it's like it's it, we're gonna you can appeal it. And there's like three different levels of like degrees of how offensive the joke would be. And it's like, you know, or like, or like how big of a, a violation it would be. And I, w- I had never been in trouble, surprisingly, on Twitter with Twitter. Like fans and vol Twitter, right. sure, but not actual Twitter. Right. And they were like, it takes five to seven business days. Like, we'll hear back from like next week. I'm like, okay, cool. Bro, in 10 minutes, 10 minutes tops, I had an email that was like, you're gone. Bye. <laughs> like a Angel, Angel Hernandez in charge of Twitter for that day. Just kicked me out. Just out, out forever. Uh, so you're back, but there's no E on Vern. So V-E-R-N Funquist, if you want to follow him on Twitter. Uh, I feel very badly because you had amassed a very large following on that Twitter handle. Yeah, it's not my favorite. I'm a favorite. We're building it back up. But yeah. And, and you know, now too is that now all of a sudden Elon, Elon's like, like uh, you're allowed to, to profit off of it, right? And, right. And, and now I have to start from scratch. So I'm just making pennies, but it's fine. It'll be fine. Um, uh, he is on Twitter at Vern Funquist, Chris Marler from uh, Saturday Down South. Um, I noticed that you pissed off a lot of Georgia fans again uh, because you think Brock Bowers is not good at football. This is insane behavior from like the only thing that I said was the Desmond Howard comes on and you you watch college football for even longer than me. Okay. I don't know how old you are. I know you moisturize, but I know you have better skin. I can't tell what your age is, I'm but I'm 37. I'm 41. So I've, been watching, I've been watching it for 36 years, and I'm like, okay, like you know, Desmond Howard brings up his his Heisman candidate, right? And or, and he says it's gonna be Brock Bowers, and then he says, hey, here's the four teams I think are gonna make the playoff, and all that's great, all that's great. But you've been watching football as long as I have. There's not been a single tight end. I don't know in my lifetime that I've seen invited to New York for one. Two, mm. I know I haven't seen one win one. And 
So if you are a tight end that's going to win the Heisman, you either have to put up a crazy, crazy season with like crazy numbers or be on a team that's competing for a national championship. And if you look at Brock Bauer's numbers, I mean, he's had last year he finished the regular season with 726 receiving yards and six receiving touchdowns. If that wins a Heisman in, in the year of our Lord, I don't know, anything post-1954, I would be shocked. I know. I would be shocked. And, of course, it turned into, like, somehow me commenting on somebody else's bad take, saying that I was making the bad take because reading comprehension and strength of schedule are two things that Georgia fans don't believe in. So it just was it was a tough thing. <laughs> I think Leon Hart was an end for Notre Dame that won the Heisman, like, in the 40s. Um Sick. But I don't. But, but he might. Have, but he might have. He might have actually been. He might have actually been a defensive end. I don't. He just played end. It was a. It just says end. It just says it just end. Says right. End. It wasn't a tight end. It was just end. Right. Yeah. He was. Could have been split. Could have been tight. Could have been anything. Yes. I lots of it wasn't. It was not a very talented receiver. He probably had like thirty-eight receiving yards, but like twenty of them came against Army, so they gave him the trophy. <laughs> no, noted. Uh, Six-two, two hundred and ten pounder. Um, part of the. Uh, wow. Part of the, you know he did look here you go start at tight end for the 1966 national champions there was well proud of them 66 um okay do you uh are you picking Alabama to win the SEC that's tough I I am I don't like it but I am I I think Georgia it's hard to pick from Georgia here's the only thing I'll say about about picking away from Georgia and I think there's I think there's four teams that can compete for it. I think it's Georgia, I think it's Bama, LSU, and Texas A&M. And I think that really it's a three-team race, Bama, LSU, and, and, and Georgia, if, you're, if, I'm, if I'm being honest. But the thing with Georgia that I think that could potentially come back to haunt them is they don't play anybody. And, and you know just as well as I do, is it's like one of the best things that can happen to a team that's trying to win a championship is, is a gut-check moment. You're not going to get through a 15-game schedule and just, you know, blitzkrieg everybody. You're not gonna, you're not going to beat everyone by 30 points every single game. You saw it last year with, with Georgia. They played Mizzou close on the road, and and we're like a Malachi starts tackle at the one from losing that game. Um, mm-hmm. They're not going to be challenged all year. Like maybe Ole Miss, which they get at home. Maybe Tennessee, which I'm not sold on at all. LSU is going to get challenged week one. Bama's going to get challenged week two, and then they're going to go play an SEC West schedule. I think those two teams will know what, who they are and what they're made of way more. By the time they get to Atlanta, and you know, if you're if you're, if I'm being honest, like you look at what happened that 2021 SEC championship game. I know that Georgia won the Natty, and and they were the best team in the country, but they were also in a very unfamiliar position in, in that game in December in Atlanta because they hadn't been challenged all year. And then all of a sudden, you find yourself down at halftime. You gave up 24 points in the second quarter. I think that could definitely happen to a team like Georgia this year because that strength of schedule is so weak. Um. Who do you have in the playoff? Have you made a playoff pick? I'm doing it tonight, and I probably should have started that homework, but I've been babysitting a one and three year old all day. So <laughs> wait, someone um, entrusted you with children? Yeah. What? Dude, I'm, <laughs> That's the upset of the day. Yeah, that is that is very true. It, so it's it just rising off that, like piggybacking off that. Um, I'll start by saying I think Texas makes it. Um, wow. Okay. I do. I think. I think. I think Texas. I'll say Texas, Bama, Georgia, and Penn State. I'm sorry, did you say Penn State? I did. I did. I think they're built like if you look at that team, they are they got a five star quarterback, right? And I know it's his first year starting, but he's got one of the most talented backfields in the country. 
Uh, and they built that defensive lineup to where there's actual depth for the first time in a very long time. And they've just slowly built this up. Where I feel like they've recruited well. They've developed talent out there. They've got, they've got two picks. One at left tackle for right, first year start at quarter at uh, quarterback, and then you've got one at DB that can take away half the field. So I, I think that they are going to be a lot better than people think. But it's 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 the thing about being in the Big Ten East. It's a two game season. So are they going to beat Michigan at home, and then are they going to go on the road and beat Ohio State? That's tough. It's like a tall order for sure. I think they beat Michigan because I'm not sold on Michigan. Mm. Um, and and I you know. I really had a little bit of a. He gone. Are right, we gonna break? But I would love to tell Chris Marler that picking Penn State to make the playoff is a lot like picking Brock Bowers to win the Heisman. Marler. <laughs> Who let Chris Marler watch their children? That's what I want to know. All right, we'll talk about Jimmy Graham next. AFR. Brought to you by Rouse's, the official supermarket of the New Orleans Saints. Hey, download the Rouse's app if you haven't done that. On the Rouse's app, of course, you can get curbside uh, to go and delivery options there as well. On the Rouse's app, the weekly ads, all the weekly specials are right there on the Rouse's app. Always go to Rouse's.com. Rouse's.com. You know, when I was in New Orleans last week, at a, a Rouse's Media Day event that they had, one of the things, the thing that stood out the most to me was their commitment to local. Every product they carry, especially in their Rouse's branded products, of which there are hundreds, they always start. Every question, can we source this locally? Local farmers, local produce, local fishermen, local. If they can get it locally, they do. They are Louisiana through and through. It's Rouse's, the official supermarket of the New Orleans Saints. Rouse's.com. Rouse's, this feels like home. After further review with Matt Moscona, presented by Relief Windows, Windows Doors Siding, call 288-8138 or visit reliefwindows.com. Winston looking in zone, going to Graham again, and he's got it for the touchdown. A Jimmy Graham, like old times, man. Touchdown in the preseason game, the preseason finale there against the Houston Texans. I think Jimmy Graham locked up a roster. Oh, by the way. People keep giving me shoes. <laughs> a big shout out. I mean, huge shout out to Brad Duncan, by the way. Uh, Duncan Custom Kicks. If um, I, Brad is the if you were here whenever Gordon was in studio and gifted me the uh, the Air Gordons, or the. By the way, I love it. Look, Air Gordons. That's pretty good, right? That is good. Yeah, the 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 rhyme there, like Air Jordan, Air Gordon. I mean, it works. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's it. Um, Brad told me, he's like, Hey, look, sometimes you just like, you see something, a pair of shoes and like, I just know someone who has to have those. I was like, that is so awesome. So he got me these air force ones. They're red with the, uh, they're white, red, 
swoosh and the gum bottom, which are awesome. But of course, he customized them. I don't know if you can see it. Paul, can you zoom? Or do you want me to put it on a different camera, maybe? Um, he customized them with, uh, with the AFR logo on the heel. So I got my own custom Air Force One G Nikes. I'm pretty pretty fired up about that. How about that? I think he fr- I think he did that on with freehand as well. I don't know that he had That's a stencil insane. like because that is so symmetrically perfect. But uh, anyway, shout out Brad Duncan, Duncan Custom Kicks. Go follow like he's the one doing all the all the shoes for like Brian Kelly and you know did did all the Gordon shoes. There was big. Um, feature in 225 Magazine on, on him in, in the football preview edition of 225 shout out because they actually let me write a column for that every year as well. So if you pick it up, you'll see my, my column in there. But you'll see the big feature on uh, on Brad. So Got another cool bag, too. I know. It's Case. It's Karen Case. Zip Karen Case. Awesome. Anybody else want to send me shoes? Like, I'm totally open to just accepting footwear. Gifts are, gifts are great. If you could customize your own pair, like if you could design your own, do you have something in mind like you'd put on it that you that you like? I would I would have to have this. I'd really have to give that some thought. Mm-hmm. Only only get one shot at it. Yeah, like it's your perfect pair of sneakers. I mean, I, there's a lot of customs that I'd like that I've thought about doing. Like, I want some Hudco customs. I want some. That'd be cool. I want some Catholic High customs. Mm. Or, like, I want the orange and black. Um, I mean, Erica bought me a pair of, so the first customs ever, she bought me a pair of black and gold Air Force Ones that were customs. So like, for those who don't, don't understand, like basically people do art on shoes. So when it's customized, they take, they get a white sneaker, like a, like an all white Air Force One, and then they, they paint them. They're, they're customized. Um, so she got me, and it's, they're, they're saints black and gold. So she gave me those for my birthday. Um, and then Gordon gave me the Air Gordons. Shout out. So they are so fine, by the way. Brad did an awesome job with them. And now these that, that Brad did. So um, there's a bunch that I would like. But if you told me you get one, like one bite at the apple, one crack at it, I'd I need to give it some real thought um, about what direction I may go. And it may surprise you because it probably wouldn't be anything to do with sports. I'd, well, that's I'd, I think that's why it's so interesting. Though. Yeah. I'd, I'd want it to be more more versatile, like. Maybe some of my family or some of Drew on it, something like that. That'd be awesome. prob- That'd probably be the way I'd go. Um, <laughs> yeah, now that I think about it, that's probably what I would, like. I think I probably would have some ideas as far as that. Anyway. That's and by the way, also shout out to Ty Fly, who just texted the show. He's watching us on WBTR. Remind you, you could, listen, I love all of our radio affiliates. Of course, our friends at 100.3 ESPN New Orleans, 94.7 in Alexandria. Our friends at Delta Media, ESPN 1037 Lafayette, 1041 Lake Charles. Super, super grateful. And, of course, WBTR, Cable 19 in Baton Rouge. Um, Rev as well. So, Rev 136. I need Rev 136. I'm almost positive that. But, um, anyway, shout out. We appreciate everybody who watches on YouTube or if you're listening on podcast, listening to us live on the app, however you consume. We appreciate you for being there every single day. And we know you got options. So, thanks for choosing us. Football season's here. We're going to have a lot of fun as long as the, the home teams cooperate over these next four or five months. Um, Jimmy Graham, how about it, man? You know, when the Saints signed Jimmy Graham, I know there was a lot of people who thought that this was just like a ceremonial deal. I I never thought that, because if it was a ceremonial signing, that's normally announced as a ceremonial signing, right? Well, you're signing the one-day contract to retire with that team. That was never what this was. Uh, He was trying to make the team. The big question for me was always, 
did the Saints have room for another tight end? Juwan Johnson was making the team. Foster Morrow was making the team. Uh, Taysom Hill, making the team. So you had three tight ends. The question is, would they keep four? And a year ago, they kept Nick Vanette around as well. So you had your three primary tight ends with Juwan Johnson and Taysom Hill, of course. And then um, you had Adam Troutman, who you drafted, and then they kept Vanette because they wanted that sort of a attached tight end that they've always valued, the inline blocker tight end. And that's not what Jimmy Graham does. That's why this is a little odd because you've got your pass catcher in Juwan Johnson and you've got your prototype in Foster Morrow, the guy who could put his hand on the ground is also athletic enough to go you know, run routes and catch passes. So you've got that, and then you've got your Swiss Army knife in Taysom Hill. So is Jimmy Graham just another Jawan Johnson? Is he just another big, long, athletic receiver? Well, isn't Shaq Davis kind of that as well? So it's it's interesting because not because the the question is if Jimmy Graham can still make plays at this level. It's how does he fit on this roster? That was always the really interesting thing. Well, when the Saints signed him, and I, I think when Jeff Duncan was with us last week, he probably said it best. Given who Graham's representation is, Jimmy Graham wasn't going to like come out of retirement where he spent all of last year biking across Europe to come to New Orleans just to try to make a team. Like There was going to be some assurances that there was a role for him, there was value there, and they wanted to bring him in and have him make this team. And he's done nothing on the field to discourage that belief. If anything, you know, the... The only thing that's in the column against him is what happened in LA when he got arrested. And I and I and you can only minimize or downplay something like that when you're talking about a great player. If you were a guy that was like 88th on the roster and you go in LA and get arrested, you're done that day. And I understand what the Saints have said about it being a medical issue and they think maybe he had a seizure. I I don't know. What, what I do know is coaches and front office personnel lie a lot to protect great players. I mean, Brian Kelly was preparing to do that with Mason Smith until Wilson Alexander broke that story. So, and I, by the way, to each their own. Like, I, that's not a criticism. Like, you have an organization to run, I get it. But the truth is, like, if Jimmy Graham weren't a great player, that arrest, he's gone. This goes to show you how much they kind of believe in him right now. And then he's back out there in that game on Sunday against the Texans, and he makes the really strong contested catch, and he scores the touchdown. And it felt like you turned back the clock a decade. Like all the dude ever needed to do was be in that building wearing that uniform, and he was going to be good again, which is kind of stunning. But maybe there's there's something to that. Uh, just being comfortable in your setting with your surroundings and where you want to be, and you're going to be able to maximize yourself. I mean, there's plenty of examples in all different types of professions of people who were great in one spot, left, it didn't work out, came back, and they were great again. So I maybe that's the case here with, with Jimmy Graham. By the way, uh, here was Dennis Allen after the game against the Texans talking about Jimmy Graham and his progression throughout training camp. Probably since the Charger practices, you know, I started to see you know, some signs of, of you know, the, the, the mental picture that I have of, of Jimmy Graham. And, um, and then again, you know, I, I saw it this week in practice, um, and I saw it carry over into the game. So 
Oh, that was a positive. I mean, the first name that popped into mind was was you know Greg Schiano. Greg Schiano took one of the worst jobs in the history of college athletics at Rutgers and turned them into a winner. And then he went to the NFL and bombed out and went back to Rutgers. And now they haven't reached the heights that they did when he was there the first time when they got up to all the way to number two in the country back in 06 when they went 11-2. and two. But the you know, first year they won three games and they won five games and last, you know, last year they won four games and maybe he'll break through, but it's... Some people are just better and more comfortable in a certain setting, and maybe that's the case with Jimmy Graham. You know, and and physically, after having taken a year off of football, I, I kind of think about what that did for for Gronk when you know when he when he retired and then came out of retirement to join Tampa, and he kind of found a little juice. Now, it was a different setting being in Tampa than, than being in New England. But, you know, when he sat out that 2019 season, Grant came back in 2020 and was a productive player again. Like, he didn't miss a beat. He had seven touchdowns and nearly 700 receiving yards. And, you know, there's there's something to be said for that. And maybe that's, maybe that's going to be the case for J- Jimmy Graham as well. Taking a year off, clear his mind, let his body heal, get right, and come back at, at this point in his career – with a chance to maybe make an impact. I'm not telling you I think Jimmy Graham is going to be a pro bowler or have 80 catches or anything like that, but you know, if you were thinking about you look at look at the look at the Saints tight ends a year ago. Jawan Johnson had 42 catches for 508 yards and seven touchdowns. Adam Troutman had 18 for 207. Taysom had nine catches for 77 yards. Nick Bennett had two for 13. So basically he had Jawan Johnson and not much else. Foster Morrow is a dramatically better... Juwan's back. Foster Morrow is a dramatically better option than Adam Troutman. Taysom's going to be what Taysom is. So really the question is, adding Jimmy Graham, is that a better option than Nick Vanette? Now, Vanette is a different style of tight end. But Jimmy kind of tilts the field a little bit. If, if he's able to play within this offense the way that we've seen so far through preseason. So, I mean, I don't want to oversell it. You know, but I... We got yo candidly. I love Jimmy Graham when he was here the first time. I know a lot of people did. Uh, there was always a conversation about you know, was he soft? Is he was kind of transitioning from basketball to football? And, but I loved I loved Jimmy Graham. Bringing him back, I had real questions as to whether or not there was a roster spot for him. I don't know if the Saints were going to keep four tight ends. He's played well enough to earn a roster spot on this offense. Now it's it's on Dennis Allen and Mickey Loomis to figure out how you make it work so you can keep four tight ends and three quarterbacks. So where you're going to be deficient, likely on the defensive side, but. Jimmy Graham, I think, has earned a roster spot. At this point, I'd be surprised if he wasn't on the Saints 53-man roster. He's earned it. All right, it's after further review. Brought to you by Shawbills. Shawbills Tire and Auto Service. ShawbillsTire.com. ShawbillsTire.com. They will sell you name-brand tires at wholesale prices. They even, part of Charlie's Dozen, have their price match guarantee. Buy tires at Shawbills. If you find the same tire advertised cheaper within the market, they'll give you 125% of the cost of the tires that you paid. Basically, they're not going to be beaten on price with the best tires on the road. It's at Shawbills. Find the Shawbills nearest you at ShawbillsTire.com. You can schedule service online. You can shop tires online. It's all there for you. And if you're looking for a career instead of a job, Shawbills is a great place to work. Shawbills treats you like family, especially if you're an employee, because you're part of their family. 
ShawBillsTire.com. ShawBillsTire.com. ShawBills, where we keep you rolling. All right, it's after further review. Uh, Otter locks in about 15 minutes from right now. See what the Otters got for us. Recap um, week zero in college football. And we'll start to look ahead uh, to week one with the games coming up this weekend. We're kind of into our game week, so we're really excited. Um, you know, all throughout last year, Cole Kublik was part of our Monday shows. Unfortunately, Cole's not going to be able to join us this year. Peter Burns will replace Cole on Mondays. We've got Phil Steele on Fridays. We've got Russ Mitchell on Wednesdays. We've got Mike Triplett on Thursday. So really excited about our lineup, our, our football lineup, all throughout um, the college and NFL season. So hopefully you'll make plans to, to be with us all throughout the ride, and it'll be a fun one for, for the purple and gold and for the black and gold. All right, let me not get a break. We'll come back. Um, I do want to get into uh, a reaction to some of the the national prognosticators, um, their picks not only for the SEC but for the, the playoff. We'll delve into that a little bit and get Otter Locks in about 15 minutes. Glad you're with us here. It's AFR. AFR. Get Gordon and get it done. Gordon McKernan, injury attorneys. Uh, today is the 28th. Man, you got three days, y'all. Three days. If you're interested in participating in the Get Gordon uh, Billboard contest, the Billboard Design Competition, go to getgordonbillboards.com. Getgordonbillboards.com. You can submit your artwork. Basically, they're giving you the opportunity to design Gordon's next billboard. If you win, you can win two thousand dollars in prizes and there's multiple winners as well so don't think like it's a winner take all thing a lot of different people there's even a kids division so if your kiddo wants to submit some artwork they can do that as well go to getgordonbillboards.com getgordonbillboards.com and i really 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 encourage you uh go follow gordon on all the social media at get gordon for a couple of reasons number one he gives great legal advice it's just free legal advice he gives out on social media a lot and he has a lot of content with members of the g team check it out on Twitter, at GetGordon. After further review with Matt Moscona, presented by Relief Windows, Windows, Doors, Siding, call 288-8138 or visit ReliefWindows.com. One of the stories that we do have to track as we get closer to Sunday is going to be uh, Tropical Storm Idalia, um, which, if you've not been following, is uh, as you look at the uh, the cone of probability. It just wouldn't be August before the college football season if we weren't tracking some type of storm somewhere. There was one in California last week. But um, Idalia right now um, is... Um, uh, excuse me, Idalia is uh, scheduled to make landfall Tuesday uh, night, Wednesday morning. Um, and sorry, I'm trying to pull I'm trying to pull up the uh, the cone of, of probability here, at least the most recent one. So it, here here it is. This is the track that it's taken. This was 15 minutes ago. So um, it, it's looking like Wednesday morning like early hour early morning hours Wednesday is when it looks like they'll start to feel the effects and into the day Wednesday um, kind of north of Tampa then over Gainesville past Jacksonville and then out to sea by by Thursday around 6 a.m and gone so it, it really gives you 72 hours from the time the storm is completely gone until game day and if you're looking at this map Paul you can pull it up again as it moves you'll see that 
uh, you can see Orlando, if you're, if you're listening, they're essentially projecting this storm to stay west and north of Orlando. So sort of the southern bands, Orlando should have a rain event, but the significant winds and the really intense part of the storm, they're, saying they're projecting to go farther north. Like toward the armpit of Florida, like between the, the panhandle and the and the leg of Florida. So, in any event, we certainly hope that everybody's safe and there's no loss of property and certainly no loss of life. But specifically in ter- in terms of the game, it sounds like it's going to be okay. Mike Norvell had his press conference earlier today and was asked about the latest information that that they had about the storm. You know, obviously something that we're tracking, um, you know, just for our guys here. And, um, you know, we get great communication, university, athletic department, all things that we're aware of. But, uh, um, you know, right now that's, uh, it's, you always will have plans if, if things need to adapt and adjust. But it's not something that we're thinking is going to, um, you know, at this time make a, a, a huge impact for our, for our preparation this week or what, you know, that would be for, for the end of the week towards the game. So that's great news. It uh, doesn't sound like it would impact the game or their preparation for the game. That's great. Brian Kelly was also asked about it today. We're just tracking it like everybody else. You know, the latest model for us has the storm being passed out to sea and, and that, you know, the, there'll be some, you know, some light winds on the back end of it. But, you know, we're going to keep an, uh, a close track on it. We'll start wet ball drills here tomorrow to prepare for it. But we'll watch it just like everybody else and, and be prepared for whatever the circumstances. Um, so we'll keep an eye. Wet ball drills, maybe, but the weather for the weekend looks nice there in, in Orlando. We're six days out, so a lot can change the weather forecast. You all know that, but just something we'll we'll keep an eye on. But for now, it doesn't seem like the storm is going to have any effect on uh, on preparation or the game itself being played on Sunday night in Orlando. All right, it's after further review. Want to get some of these uh, college football predictions here in a second. Um, brought to you by South Point Volkswagen, southpointvw.com. New and certified pre-owned in Baton Rouge. And online at southpointvw.com, southpointvw.com. They got inventory on the way. So there's a lot of places you drive by car lots and a lot of different uh, dealerships, and you don't see many vehicles on the lot. Not the case at South Point Volkswagen. They are getting inventory, and you can go test drive one today. Airline just north of Highland or southpointvw.com. They are Louisiana's largest volume Volkswagen dealer, and because South Point moves more inventory, they can give you better deals. You can shop them online. You can work out financing online at southpointvw.com, southpointvw.com for South Point Volkswagen. What's your direction? A um, lot of college football playoff predictions out of the Yahoo crew with Dan Wetzel, Paul, Pam Maldonado, Sam Cooper, Ross Dellinger, Nick Bromberg all gave their picks on the Heisman. Uh, conference champions, the college football playoff uh, participants, and the national champion. Uh, three of the five picked Georgia to win the Natty. Uh, Dan Wetzel, Sam Cooper, and Nick Bromberg. Uh, Ross Dellinger picked Michigan to win the Natty, and Pam Maldonado picked Southern Cal to win the Natty. Uh, there were, uh, uh, it is worth noting, Dan Wetzel picked Jaden Daniels to win the Heisman and has LSU in the playoff. Obviously not winning it, but LSU in the playoff and Jaden Daniels winning the Heisman. Um, both Nick Bromberg and Pam Maldonado of Caleb Williams repeating as the Heisman winner. Sam Cooper has Carson Beck winning the Heisman. And then uh, Ross has Marvin Harrison Jr. winning the Heisman. Um, none of the five picked LSU to win the conference. Uh, Maldonado picked Alabama. The, the rest picked Georgia to win the conference as well. So that's the Yahoo predictions. Who knew? Uh, Dan Wetzel noted LSU homer. Uh, Dan Wetzel picking Jaden Daniels to win the Heisman and uh, LSU in the playoff. 
The college uh, game day crew all made their picks as well over the weekend. Um, last year, Desmond Howard got a lot of attention for uh, for his outlandish picks. He had A&M. Who else did he have last year? I don't remember. But his natty was A&M in Michigan. I've, let's see if we can find it. Yeah, it was right. Utah. I think he had Utah in there. See if you can find it. But Desmond, Desmond sort of got panned last year because maybe he had Michigan State. I think he had Michigan State in there too. It was, it was a couple of teams that were out like after the first week of the season. Um, so Des had Alabama, Florida State, Michigan, and Texas. Uh, with Alabama and Michigan playing for the national championship, with Michigan beating Alabama for the Natty, so a little more, um, a little more chalk this year. You got it? Yeah, it was A and M. It was Michigan, A and M, Baylor, and Pittsburgh. Baylor and Pittsburgh. <laughs> I mean, I can kind of respect shooting your shot, you know, going on a limb. But like, if you're going to go on a limb, go on a limb with one team with a good reason to do it, not with four. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, all right, Pat McAfee, here were his four. He went Ohio State, Georgia, Alabama, Michigan, so he went chalk with Bama beating Georgia. And then Herbie had the same four. Bama, Michigan, Ohio State, Georgia, with Bama beating Ohio State for the national championship. Um, you know, I, I'm not completely ready uh, to make my, my... We'll do this on Friday. Um, for sure. Um, and next week we'll do all of our NFL picks. But the one team that I'm maybe a little more bullish on that none of them were is Clemson. I I think Florida State's the flavor of the month, and and people are are, are trying to bet on the come with Florida State. But I think everyone has forgotten Clemson at their own peril, and. Clemson gets Florida State in Clemson. Cade Klubnick's a really good quarterback. I mean, their down year last year was a 10-win season. Uh, I just think you are burying Clemson at your own peril in a bad ACC where they get Florida State at home and their toughest road game is at Syracuse? At Miami? I mean, I... I like I like Clemson. I, I think Clemson is I think Clemson wins the ACC and is back in the playoff. That's what I'm I'm very comfortable saying. Um, and I've told you I think LSU wins the SEC, so I think LSU will be in the playoff. I'm comfort I'm comfortable today saying I would pick half of my playoff as Clemson and LSU. Uh, I do believe the Big Ten champion will be in there, and I kind of have a lean towards saying that USC will go undefeated and get in there as well. Um, and so neither the Big Ten or the SEC would have a would have two spots. Um, not ready to go a hundred percent on that yet, but but close. I, the thing that surprised me the most, though, about the the game day guys in particular, is that all of them had Alabama in their in their playoff bracket. All all three of them did, and you know. I could I could have understood the case for Bama a year ago, and I would have picked Bama a year ago. And I've told you this story before. Being at SEC Media Days, the Bama guys there looked pissed off. They had lost. They they won the SEC, beat Georgia. Georgia got the rematch and beat Alabama in the national championship, and they looked pissed. 
I mean, it was it was like that was the the refocus, recentering that they needed. And ultimately, what it proved was they just weren't very good. They were good. Don't misunderstand me. They're they're still very good, but they played a lot of 50-50 games, and that was with the best player in college football on Bryce Young. So you lose Bryce Young, you're uncertain at quarterback. You lose both of your coordinators. You are not as dominant on the line of scrimmage as you were when you were winning national championships every single year. I, I think Bama has, we've said it before, I, has real questions, which is, if I was watching game day and all the guys that we're talking about were saying, you know, this is Bama's bounce back. They're not down low. No, last year was their bounce back. And it didn't go well. This year is, I don't know, man. I think Bama's a 9-3 football team this year. I think they lose three in the regular season this year. We'll get into those predictions later in the week. All right. Um, but I, I'm going to go on a limb with it. I'm, I, I'll probably be alone on that. But um, we'll get to it. Okay, it's after further review. Let me knock out our final break of the show. We'll come back and do Otter Locks next. Stay here. AFR. AFR is brought to you by Pluckers, Nicholson, and Blue Bonnet. Dine-in, carry-out, or delivery with 28 flavors of award-winning jumbo chicken wings. Ice-cold draft beer, full-service bar, sports on TV. My goodness, what else in the world could you possibly want during football season than award-winning jumbo chicken wings, ice-cold draft beer, and every stinking football game possible on TV? You know what? Saturday, I didn't get to watch USC against San Jose State because I don't have the Pac-12 network. Could have gone to Pluckers and watched it there. Remember, all season long, your football Friday nights with the high school football before or after every game, Pluckers. Saturday, you need a place to plop down and watch every game, even the Pac-12 after dark, all throughout the Pluckers. And on your football Sundays as well, when the NFL cranks up, they have the NFL Sunday ticket to every NFL game all season long at Pluckers. Nicholson just south of the campus, Blue Bonnet right in front of the Mall of Louisiana. Tonight and every Monday, all you can eat wings, so if you need a place for dinner tonight, get by Pluckers where, if you don't like our wings, we'll give you the bird. After further review with Matt Moscona, presented by Relief Windows, Windows Doors Sighting. Call 288-8138 or visit reliefwindows.com. Down the stretch, we come final segment here on a Monday edition of AFR, presented by Relief Windows. Of course, they are Windows Doors Sighting, but as always, they are experience, quality, and service. Be sure to ask about their interior window blinds. Great opportunity right now. Those uh, interior shutters make your home more energy efficient beautify your home, increase the resale value. Awesome product with awesome people. It's Relief Windows. All right, we got one thing left to do. Let's find out what we're betting on tonight. Time for Otter Locks. Otter Locks, presented by Lofton Staffing Services. At Lofton, we put people to work. Call us today at 924-0200 or go to lofton.jobs. So we turn to the one and only, the incomparable and often incomprehensible, the Yacht Father himself, Jimmy Yacht Otter. How are you? Doing good. Let's get right to them. Okay. We've got a little bit here. Uh, first of all, Moneyline Parlay uh, at our friends over at DraftKings. Uh, Baltimore minus 258. Uh, Rodriguez uh, over Kopech, a better team at home. Big pitching matchup. The whole shebang. Um, and Mandy's Parks are live in Seattle minus 270. That's minus 111. So basically, you know, bet the football game. Baltimore, right. Seattle, Parlay, uh, for Seattle. Woo, my man Woo from Cal Poly Flow. Have you ever been to Cal Poly Flow? No. Pretty good place, yeah. 116 of 20, uh, Matthew. 
16 of 20 to Seattle, and they are now in first place in the AOS. Baltimore, Seattle, Moneyline, Parlay. Okay. All right, Cubs in Milwaukee. Uh, I'm trying to find out why the Cubbies are, are favored in this one. Um, Milwaukee's one of the hottest teams uh, in the National League. Uh, Tyon against Miley. Now, Miley's no, no world beater, but he's better than Tyon. Tyon for the Cubs. His last four starts, he's given up in 15 innings, given up 16 earned runs. Not good. More earned runs than innings pitch. Not good. Mm. Milwaukee's plus money, plus 110 uh, at uh, DraftKings. All right. And you know what's not good, Matt? Adam Wainwright. I don't <laughs> know why rolling him out there. So I just told you that more earned runs than innings pitch is not good. You know, do the math, Michael Blackman. That's more than non-ERA. So, uh, <laughs> how about the last four starts? One minute remaining. 14 and two-thirds innings pitch. You guess how many earned runs he's given up. Uh, 20. 25. Oh. Give us, uh, we're going with the over here, San Diego and St. Louis. Uh, Blake, the reason they have Blake Snell's only averaging about five innings. He's walking a lot of people. He's striking out a lot of people. Nasty stuff. But that San Diego bullpen is not good. One of the most underachieving teams. Over nine, San Diego, St. Louis. Three plays. Keep the streak going. We ended last week on a four-game winning streak. Uh, Otter, where are you tomorrow? Mike Anderson Seafood. <laughs> Y'all check out the Otter. The Salad. <laughs> 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 the Dalrymple salad. Uh, yeah. all right, all right, have a great day. We appreciate it. See you, man. All right. Be well. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Been a great show. Thank y'all for being here every single day. Muse, Polly, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Y'all have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow at 3 on AFR. AFR. As we get on down the road, remind you about Mold Zero USA. Mold-ZeroUSA.com. Mold-ZeroUSA.com. Kill mold, remove odor. Listen, uh, the last three days, after a drought for nearly a month, the last three days it has stormed across the greater Baton Rouge area and much of Louisiana. We needed it. But if you had water get into your home, maybe you're not even sure if you had water get in your home. That's a breeding ground for mold. If you have mold, think you might. Call Mold Zero. They'll always come out and give you a free estimate. Uh, that's super easy. Call Jim and the gang. They'll come out. Uh, Jim can explain this whole dry fog process to you. Where come in. But they're, it's it's so easy. They got the sprinter van with the hoses. They come in the house. They just spray the dry fog. It gets into every nook and cranny. As soon as the fog dissipates, you can go back in free and clear. And it's safe for your for everything. You don't have to cut sheetrock, pull out carpet, and remove stuff. It's easy. Learn more. Mold-0USA.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.